Hey guys, and welcome back to the Pennies to Pounds podcast with your host, Kay. This is a podcast where we aim to dispel myths, simplify difficult financial jargon, and rectify your own personal financial problems. So today, do you know what? Do you know what, guys? Let's just keep it all the way 100. A lot of you have probably seen the thread with the guy talking about how bad the help to buy ISA is. And you know what? I know why a lot of you have seen it, because half of you either added me in it or sent it to me in my DMs. So I know you've seen it. So today I'm going to talk about the help to buy ISA versus the lifetime ISA um, and all that. And I'm going to address that thread as well. So let's just jump straight into it. If you haven't seen already, I created a thread explaining the help to buy ISA and I compared the help to buy versus the lifetime in my lifetime ISA thread. So touching on that thread that I'm referring to, um, it's a guy who tweeted, I can't remember his at name off the top of my head, but he basically went through, I'm not going to quote it word for word, but he went through and said that the help to buy was trash for many reasons, because you couldn't save more than 200 pounds a month. It's going to take you five years to save up the full 12,000 pounds. You can't use um, the government bonus towards your exchange deposits, just towards the mortgage deposit, um, all things like that. Just basically slated it and said it's absolute trash. So a lot of people came to me and said, wow, but here you said it was great. Like, I thought it was great. What's going on? He's telling me it's trash. Right. So if we get all, the, if we just get into it, just get straight into it. It's not trash. For me personally, I think it's very dependent on the saving goals that you have. And I'll say this because where he said that you, you can only save a maximum of 200 pounds a month, a lot of people who are interested in help to buy are students at uni. You guys pray at uni or you're working part time. You have, you can't save more than 200 pounds a month towards your first property. So the help to buy is the perfect ISA for you because you don't have to save more than, you don't have to feel pressure to save more than 200 pounds. You can save 50, you can save 100, you can save whatever you want towards your first house. Equally, the government bonus is just, it's, it's a bonus. Like, why would you not want it? If it takes you five years, 10 years, 15 years of savings to get there, there is no time frame stipulation on how you get there. You can just save, and once you get to that point, the government bonus, you have to obviously get to the list which you have when you actually come to purchase your first house, but they'll be able to negotiate that, get it from the government, and boom, use it towards your mortgage deposit. Um, also, with the help to buy, it's a savings account, and you don't get penalised for taking out your savings. What I mean by that is, if I've, if I've saved up £1,000 towards the purchase of my first house, and something happens, and my car breaks down, and I have to pay £500 to fix it, Yeah? I can say, oh my gosh, like, I can't afford this this month. I'm going to have to dip into my, to my ISA savings and take it out. I don't get penalised for withdrawing that money. It's absolutely fine when we take out that money and use it to fix my car, for example. So I don't think it's necessarily as bad as he's making it out to be. I feel like everyone's different savers. And maybe for him, maybe he's working full time. Um, so for him, he, he intends on saving more money. And that's fine. But slating it and calling it terrible in my opinion, isn't really the best way to go. Because there are if there's people who can like, earn more and can put away more, the chances are they're not going to use the help to buy. Yeah, for whatever reasons that they, they've chosen, help to buy isn't probably something that they've decided to use anyway. So putting off students who might have already opened it, thanks to my friend or be, their parents or whatever, and now think, rah, but he just said it's trash. I don't think that was the best way for him to go about it. But hey, each to their own. 
he wants your information the same way I did, so I'm not knocking him for it. I'm just saying my own opinion on it. I think it's still a very, very good saving platform for a lot of young people. And if you want it, then don't let that put you down or change your mind. Make an informed decision based on what you feel was best for you. Um, you still have until the 30th of November to open it. So I really, really encourage you guys, if you're thinking about it and you want to do it, just book a meet with your bank, go and open it up because once after the 30th, it's gone. All you need to do is apply before the 30th and you've got it, okay? So you don't need to have the whole amount saved up. I had a lot of questions saying, oh my gosh, do I need to have 12,000 in that account before the 30th? Nope, you just need to have opened one up to have one before the 30th of November. So if we dive straight into it. So the Help to Buy ISA is a government-based scheme put in place by the government to help first-time buyers purchase their first house. Because as we all know how hard it is to get onto the property market. Our parents may be on there, parents may not be. But it's hard, you know, you may, you may see your parents, your grandparents, your great grandparents got their houses back in the whenever, when it was a lot cheaper. But now for us, it's really hard, especially if you're a Londoner. House prices look virtually impossible to be a homeowner, especially in London. So the government put in place a scheme to help young people be able to save their money and get a government bonus towards it. So as I mentioned before, you open one up, the maximum amount you can put into the help to buy ISA in the first month, the maximum is £1,200. The minimum you need to have the ISA is £1. So if you open up and say, oh my gosh, I haven't got £1,200 put in there, that's fine. As long as you have £1 in there, you can have the ISA open. So you need to have at least, um, no. so the maximum you can put in is £1,200. The months after that, the maximum you can put in is £200. It takes about five years to reach the £12,000 mark. And that's the maximum that you can save and help to buy. And the maximum government bonus that corresponds with that amount is £3,000. So altogether you have £15,000 to aid you towards the purchase of your first house. So you can use that that money. And what I'm going to say now, the figures that um, the property value needs to be no more than are based on the government bonus. So also you can use your money towards any, any value property. But the house cannot exceed... The value of 4,500, 4, wow, £450,000 in London or £250,000 outside of London. So with that being said, if the house that you want to buy in London, say, is £500,000, you can absolutely use the £12,000 you've saved towards it. However, the £3,000 government bonus cannot be used towards that because it's over that threshold. That's what that means. So your, your money you can use towards anything, but the government bonus, if you want to be eligible for that, then the property price is... Um, needs to be either four hundred fifty thousand pounds or under if it's within London, or two hundred fifty pounds. No, sorry, yeah, or two hundred fifty thousand pounds or under if it's outside of London. That's the help to buy ISA. Now, if we talk about the lifetime ISA, this is a government-based scheme as well that is due to replace the help to buy scheme come December. So the help to buy ends thirtieth of November, and that will be replaced entirely with the lifetime ISA. So this is a similar format. Except that, is there a maximum in the first month? I think, I can't remember if there's a maximum amount you can put in the first month for the lifetime. I don't think there is a maximum in the first month. From what I from what I understand, from what I can remember off the top of my head, um, you can put in a maximum of £400 a month into the lifetime ISA. So again, £1 in there, minimum. £400 is the maximum you can put in every month. The maximum you can save per year is... £4,000 compared to £2,400 in the help to buy. So obviously you can end up saving more. 
And then the maximum government bonus that you get from a lifetime is £4,000 as opposed to 3000 with the help to buy. So many of you are going to be like, well, why would I get help to buy then? Like, I get more government bonus from the lifetime. There are catches to the lifetime. The money you put in, you cannot just take out of your own will. If you want to withdraw the money from your lifetime, ISA, you have to pay a 25% government penalty, so to speak, for withdrawing the money. The point of the lifetime ISA is you're saving for either your first property purchase or retirement. So anything that you're withdrawing the money for, which doesn't fall into either category, you get penalized for taking out the money. So if you want to be a disciplined saver, you say, you know what, this is definitely for my first house and I'm going to put the money in there and I'm not going to worry about it because I'm not going to touch it. Trust me, I'm not going to use it. Then absolutely go and get a lifetime. But if you're thinking, mm, I don't know, I might need it. You never know. Help to buy it might be the better option for you. The difference is as well, as I said before, the help to buy government bonus gets added on when you come to purchase your house and you have your solicitor who negotiates it and gets a government bonus on your behalf. Whereas a government bonus with the lifetime gets calculated depending on how much money is in your savings pot and gets added monthly for you without you having to do anything else. So there is pros and cons. You know, you don't have to worry about getting a solicitor to do it for you. The lifetime is added automatically, but equally you can't withdraw the money as and when you want. You have to just kind of leave it in there. The only times you can withdraw it is if you're, like I said, either buying your first house, you are retiring, over the age of 65, um, or you're terminally ill. So if you fall into one of those four categories, you can withdraw it without any penalty. If you do not, then you incur a 25% penalty fee with every withdrawal you make. So there are the pros and cons of both. They're both different, but after the 30th of November, you won't have an option. If you want to open up an ISA, the only ISA choice you have will literally just be the lifetime. So if you think, you know what, help to buy is better suited to me. I, I want help to buy. Then I'd recommend you go ahead and get that before that ends, honestly, because when that's gone, that is gone. So I say go and get it if that's better suits you and just go ahead and open it up. But I want to just clear it up because a lot of people have come to me, especially with that, that conflicting thread and said to me, yo, Kia, I thought you said this was for me. You know, you made such a big deal that you said I, I need a help to buy. So I got it. But then my man's telling me, I don't need it and I shouldn't get it. And a lot of people have said, you know, lifetime's better and blah, blah. And I, I literally think it depends on your lifestyle. If I'm being completely honest, I, I need that restriction, that, that, ugh, I can't talk. I need that restriction to not be able to access my money as freely as I want. Because me, I will say, you know what, there's money saved up, but I'll be like, oh, cheeky Nando's, lads, cheeky Nando's. And I go and dip in for my cheeky Nando's. Whereas with the lifetime, if I dip in for my cheeky Nando's, I'm paying 25% to take out my cheeky Nando's money. It's not worth it. So I, I need that discipline personally to not be able to touch that money. Some of you may not even have a savings account. So this may be your sole place of saving and that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. But you may want to be able to dip in and out of it when you need to help to buy maybe better suited to you. It just all depends on, you know, your level of discipline, how realistically you need to, you need to figure out, am I going to take out this money when I need it? Or will I be able to just leave it in there and not touch it? It all, all kind of depends. Depends on that really, if I'm honest. So that was me just wanting to clear all that up, um, give you that little bite-sized 
information about the help to buy. If you guys have any more questions that you want me to answer or any more topics, then send them over to me at info at pennies2pounds.co.uk and I'll be more than happy to answer them. But yeah, that's that's been a bit of me. That's been a bit of me. I feel like we've got some time. Oh, we've got some time. So I'm just going to, I'm going to talk to you a bit more about me because I feel like I explained it a bit more in my first episode, but why not? You know what? Everyone's everyone's favourite topic is themselves, right? Everyone loves talking about themselves. So if we talk about me, I people really think I'm older than I am. I'm actually 21. I'm, as I said before, I'm at uni. Well, do you know what? I should be graduating in November. And I'll tell you the reason why I'm not. Not because I'm like, I'm like a failure or I've just given up. I haven't given up. What had happened was back in April... I'm going to keep it all the way real. Back in April, I had a meeting for my dissertation, right? And I go to, I, I'm, I'm in Coventry. But I was in London to see my family and I had to go back for this dissertation. I can't say it properly. Dissertation meeting. I had to go back for that. But my friend hit me up and was like, yo, Kia, let's go out. I haven't seen you in ages. I was thinking, oh, like, what do I do? This old meeting or fun? That was, I was torn between the two. And you know what I chose? I chose the fun. So I said, yo, bro, let's roll. Let's roll. Got ready now. Um, so I live in East London, so we went to Stratford. We, I don't know if you know, but there's electric scooters that you can hire out. They're called Bird. You just download the app, scan the barcode, and you know, you attach a card, and you just ride. And then you put it back when you're done, and it stops charging you. So we, that was the first time we'd ever seen it. I think it was new. Only been there for like a couple of weeks. We are like, yo. Let's get one. So we got it. Electric scooters, no helmet, no nothing. We're just like, yo, let's go. You literally just, do you press down the thing or do you turn it? I can't remember, but you, I think, let's just say press down and you go. You can control the speed. It can go up to like 40 miles an hour, insanely fast. So we were just like, yeah, let's go explore. Had a look around. It was school holidays. I'm so unaware of school holidays now because I'm so out of that system. I have no idea. My brother's older now, so I have no clue when these things come. Anyway, notice there's a lot of kids around, so I'm like, oh, must be school holidays. That explains it. Going, like, lightning speed, coming down this little path, and there's obviously kids with their parents, but we can kind of weave around them, so that's what we were doing, going in and out, intertwining between them. And then there came one little girl up ahead. So my friend had managed to get past her, so he was ahead of me, and he managed to, whoop, and I could see that this wasn't going to end well unless she moved out of the way. So I signaled to the girl, I told her to move, yeah? I did the whole hand signal, I said, move, move, move. Instead of moving out of my way, she moved in my way. So I'm like, yo, I knew, as I was telling her to move, I was breaking. But obviously, the break distance was really, really far. And I knew that if I, even if I started breaking now, I'm still going to collide with her unless she moves out of the way. And it was a big distance, but I knew the rate at which it was slowing down, it wasn't going to work. So she moved in my way now, and I realised it was literally like a split second, two seconds to decide what was I going to do. Was I going to run this girl over and squish her underneath the scooter, or was I going to try and jump off? I was a good Samaritan, and I jumped off, yeah? I saved her from being squished, and I jumped off. So I did so, I rolled to the ground, I was in like a, I was in a bodycon dress, so my legs were out, my arms were out. I rolled around on the ground, threw myself off to save her. Her dad didn't even say thank you, yeah? I took all that. He didn't even say thank you. Oh, oh my gosh, are you okay? No one came to my rescue. My friend came and recorded me and said, ha, 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 because men are trash, yeah? And I was just like, wow. 
So long story short, I thought I had spray in my hand. Went to my friend's house. His mum gave me some ice. And I was like, yes, cool, it's fine. Woke up the next morning. I couldn't move my fingers. And I'm right-handed, so I couldn't move the, my fingers on the right hand. Um, told my dad. My dad was like, yeah, go doctors. Went to my doctors. Told him. He was like, I think you should go to a and &E. I said, no, no, no. Just bandage me up. I wanted to drive. That was my main priority. I summoned to go. I said, I want to drive. He said, no, no, no. I think you need to go to a and &E. And don't drive there, please. Don't do that. Because I literally couldn't grab the steering wheel properly. And that would have been a hazard. So I went to a and &E. Went there, did an x-ray. I, I literally said to them in, in the A&E room, I said, next room, I said to them, I think this is a bit over the top. I said, a bit OTT. You don't need to x-ray. I think I'm fine. Just put some ice in it, wrap it up, and I'll be okay. X-rayed it. I broke in my hand. And I was like, nah, you're lying. I said, I literally sat down and I said, no, nah, you don't need to lie. It's okay. I know I haven't broken my hand. It's probably sprained. And she showed me the fracture in my hand. She said, you are off work for a month. Do not do anything. You cannot use this hand. I'm going to put you in a sling. I'm going to put your hands in a cast, blah, blah. Don't use it. And that was me done. I had three exams to sit. I had a dissertation to submit. Couldn't do any of them. Had to call up uni, submit all my medical forms. And that was me done. So because I couldn't sit it on time, my reset period is in December. And then I graduate in April now. So that was a very long-winded way to tell you guys that I'm going to graduate in a bit. Next year, April, is when I graduate. All because of that silly, silly collision with that girl. I know. But that's that's a bit more about me. So my hand's fine now, guys. No need to worry. I can move it again. Sometimes I get little periods where I, I know it's... I know I've injured it before. So I can feel like, oh, it's a bit painful. I can't fully move it. It kind of gets a bit stuck. But on a whole, I'm okay. Thanks for probably care you probably don't but it's okay i'm just gonna convince myself and say you do so thank you for that um but yeah that's a bit more about me hopefully you enjoyed this episode um learned a bit more about me and a bit more what helped by ices let me know what you think um you can either send me an email or dm me or tweet me and let me know which one you're more interested in from the help to buy all the lifetime and why if you have any topic suggestions, email them to me. If you have any personal questions or queries, email them to me and I'll answer them in the next episode. But thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for subscribing. Hope you enjoy this. And I will see you in the next episode. Oh, I haven't... Have I plugged myself? No. Sorry, guys. Before we go, if you want to follow me on Twitter, if you don't already... My at name is Ikea. That's I-K-E-Y-A-H underscore. Let's not talk about the underscore. Instagram is Ikea. So I-K-E-Y-A-H. No underscore. And Snap is the same as my Instagram. So no underscore. And you'll find me on all platforms if you want to see more about what I do when I'm not talking finance. But thank you so much for being here. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.